The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. to Wookiee Radio. It is Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How's it going, guys? Been a week since we recorded. Yeah. Uh, well, that, and, wait a minute. You're not welcoming anybody else on the show this week? Oh, also, too, is our guest. No one. Are we allowed to do one of these without anybody else anymore? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice having a break from guests. As much as I love having guests, it, it, it's nice having that break. Here you go, like changing up the format of the show and stuff. Not changing the format of the show. It's just taking advantage of, hey, it's after Thanksgiving. Let's just. Yeah. And this is a good episode for us to just chat with, too. Of There's been a lot going on in the last two weeks also. Yep. Yep. Because I was thinking, it's like Mandalorian, but wait a minute. We also got um, the Star Wars Lego holiday special. Yes. That we've we not have. talked about yet. True. So uh, first, starting off with some somber news uh, over yes. over the weekend. Was it Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, I heard Sunday morning. That's yeah, what, yeah. that's when I heard about it. Um, Lord Vader, or one fourth of Lord Vader, passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I say one fourth because in the original trilogy, it was four different people who played him. Um, James Earl Jones is still alive. Yes, mm-hmm. um, the the two stunt people are still alive. I don't remember. I know the one stunt person is um, still alive. Uh, yeah, David was basically what you could call the hero Vader. Every time he's actually acting and doing something, yes. it was David Prowse. Yes. I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even sure if the other ones are alive or not. And a lot of the stunt stuff he did also, because he was also a stuntman, if I remember right. He did some, but when it came to the to the fighting, he did some yeah. of the fighting. Like, obviously, he did the fighting in um, A New Hope, which... I still can't believe I'm calling A New Hope. Uh, in Star Wars, he did the fighting, lightsaber fight with Obi-Wan. Um, but I think with a lot of the fighting in Empire, that was the stunt guy who was the fight expert. It was a lot. 
Yeah, it was a lot more choreographed and a lot, yeah. a lot more action in those fights. Yeah, and, and then Jedi also. It needed to be more agile than what David Prowse was, considering he was such a bodybuilder. Um, but well, our our thoughts uh, go out to his friends and his family. Um, so he will to us. He will always be Lord Vader and will always be a a smuggler at heart within Wookiee Radio. Yeah, I was I was actually looking through. Um, StarWars.com actually put up a um, cool, art, a nice article about it. All this, and I didn't realize that he actually had a connection to Superman. Also, yeah, he actually trained Christopher Reeve to be Superman. Did yeah. the um, weight training? And stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I see. I'll... I think I may have heard that at some point, but I didn't remember it. And I was surprised. I was a little surprised Lucasfilm did do something, considering the falling out that they had, Prowse had with Lucasfilm. He, yeah, but. But you something know, like this, I mean, this was the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. That, and he, no matter what, um, if it, people are angry back and forth and all that stuff, that doesn't change the fact that he was Darth Vader. To me, Darth Vader, the ultimate movie villain. If you look at any list of um, top villains of all time, he's within the top 10 of every one of them. Yeah. Yeah. To me, uh, he he will always be the top movie villain. He will be number one. I agree with that. And, and to me, that all started the first time he's walking th- onto the tan of five or tan of four through the smoke of the bla- after the battle has been completed, and, and there's still a fog in the air, and he's walking through. It's like, oh my god, this guy's wearing all black with his his army in all white. This is a bad guy. Yeah, it best it definitely set the tone for what you saw for the next few movies because Empire, every scene was him str- doing that regal stride down the hallway and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, again, our our hearts go out to uh, and condolences go out to his friends and family. Yeah. Now, um, we have gotten something in the mail. Well, actually, FedEx all of us the last couple of weeks that I want to talk about. I know it's not completely Star Wars related, but some of these pieces look like yeah. Star Wars. And um, we got some cool foam weaponry from Zuru and Xshot, Zuru being the parent company. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but the Crusher, this thing, minigun, the way they make it look, it could easily be something out of a sci-fi or Star Wars film as well. Oh, most definitely. This I can't wait to actually cool. get it out and play with it. I've not opened because I've not done any of the videos yet. I've not opened any of the boxes. I mean, I opened up the main box to see what was in it, but I've not actually opened any of the packaging to see what how they work or anything else. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Now, Derek, you said yeah, you I haven't had a chance to. You, you said you just got the crushers and uh, the orbit and the. Meteor, the two ball pistols. Um, no, I got the the chaos. Yeah, the chaos is the line. Uh, oh, yeah, the meteor. Yep. So you just got a meteor, or did you get both of them? A meteor and the orbit. Yeah, I got to bring up their website because the, the guns are all downstairs, actually. I, I'm holding the orbit. My hand. I love this thing. 
this feels so mm-hmm. much like a stormtrooper or rebel blaster. Yeah. For Nerf. I really like the look and feel of this. This is, this is such a cool, cool deal. Yeah, somehow I got the real hookup because I got the orbit and the meteor, but I also got um, the turbo fire. I think, uh, let me yeah, let me look through so I can get the models here. I got two of the turbo fire, yeah. two of the crusher, and then one of each ball. The orbit, yeah, one the, of the the orbit, orbit and the, meteor. And the one of the meteor. Yeah, and I got three three barrels of slime. That's what well we got here I got four. Ooh. See, everybody, it's interesting because of all the different hosts, we got different stuff, which is awesome. So yeah. all the videos will be different. We got down here two crushers, two turbo fires, and then uh, an orbit and chaos, or orbit and meteor. Zoe's taking the meteor, and I took the orbit. She wanted the orbit, and then she's I'm like, okay. But then she saw it. She goes, yeah, this is a little big for me. I'm going to take the meteor. <laughs> That's right. Well, the cool thing is the um, the orbit is about is almost the size of I have the um, Nerf Nerf rival um, Perseus, which is the fully automatic um, yeah. rival gun. That's about the size about what the meteor is. It's a little bit bigger than the meteor, but um, the meteor looks uh, comparable size wise. Obviously, it's not battery operated, but right. I I wish they offered a motorized version. Yeah, there's um, something. There's just something really sweet about unloading. A hundred rounds of Nerf rival shots in like thirty seconds, <laughs> but I think they are still new. I mean, just in general, I yeah. think they are still new to uh, X shot. I don't think X shot's been around that long. Well, the cool thing that X shot does have, it seems like that um, I've not seen on Nerf, uh, and I, this is without taking it open, is a lot of the guns actually have extra dart storage on the gun. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's. I think that's some of the stuff that I like on their bug attack and dino dino raid line. Yeah, is how they've got the uh, the extra um, extra dart storage. Well, the turbo fire has eight slots on the inner ring of the of the barrel. Yeah, well, that one actually it's got eight on the inner and um, was it twelve on the outer barrel? But they actually the both you fire off of both. Not on the turbo you fire. Flip back, you flip it. I could have swore it said you flip back and forth on it. No, you could, there's actually a switch to swap back and forth between which one you're firing. No, that's have to go down and look. Then you may not have the turbo fire. You may have the other turbo. Uh, there's the turbo fire. Hang on. This turbo fire holds 20. It shoots 20. It has storage yeah. for eight. Oh, OK. And you only shoot the outer ring. Yeah, I'd have to. Look. Like I said, I've not done the um, thing for it yet. So, yeah. But I mean, th- these are cool. So if if you wanted to create your own Star Wars character and were looking for a blaster to be like a rebel shock trooper, these are the blasters to go with. Yeah. Really. And I, I think they'd be real easy to, to do a paint mock-up if you wanted to change, change the paint scheme. Yeah. Well, have you seen the Royale line for the... Um, yeah. Chaos for the Chaos. All the gold plating? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually happy with the regular chaos. The only only reason why I would want the the Royale is so I could tell mine from Zoe's. Yeah, you know, off the top of the bat. But um, we we did not get actual Harry slime to review, but we got ten containers of Harry slime that are going towards the Adventures in Giving toy drive that Zoe and I are doing on Adventures in Geek. Cool. Yeah. We have actually started nice. a toy drive. It was her idea. 
So, uh, and Zuru donated quite a few things to us, including, like I said, 10 hairy slimes. Awesome. So there's some kids, there's going to be some happy kids out there. So, um, let's go ahead and get right into, well, the Mandalorian. Um, do we just need to go into what? This latest episode? No, we need to talk about last week's episode, too. Well, last week's yeah. was the Jedi, but we need... Well, no, yeah, we got we're, this past week's episode and um, the episode before when they're back on Navarro. Then, uh, Ken, why don't you take us up on uh, oh. Navarro? See, I should, I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> let me bring up the... Um, let me bring up the episode guide here so that I can refresh because it's been a week and a half now, yeah. and my brain is full of um, Grogu. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we will we will discuss Grogu here shortly. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I'm bouncing around StarWars.com real quick just to find the info I need. There we go. Now, uh, episode guide for the third for the Jedi. Be the siege. That was this past week. The siege is the episode guide you're looking. There it for. is. The siege. Episode 12. Ah, yes. It's actually a fun one because we go back to Navarro. And actually, this one felt a little almost like um, more of your sword and sorcery fantasy type situation. Yeah. Because it is a straight quest. Yeah. This is the type of thing you go into a bar and and playing D&D and say, hey, there's this Mm -hmm. outpost out there we have to take down and come get this and come back. That's what this felt like in Star Wars. Maybe we need to have maybe we need to have Derek do that since he's a DM outside of the show. What? Cover this episode. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see, did you get that feel off of this a little bit, Derek? Um, now that you mention it, yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. But then again, also, you think, go ahead. The episode was directed by Carl Weathers, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear about that till I think today. That's kind of awesome. That would make sense that he's in the episode for this one. Mm-hmm. My my favorite <laughs> character in the whole episode: t-shirt and jeans guy. <laughs> Actually, you see that. Um, I guess if you go back and watch it now, he's gone. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, they, were, been they went fixed. back and fixed him. <laughs> yes, grip number two is in the wrong spot. Yeah. I can't believe they actually didn't catch that in editing or anything else. I know it's weird. Yeah. Hey, it happens. So, or someone left it there on purpose just to see how long it would take someone to find it. <laughs> that too. Well, I didn't. I didn't catch it when I watched it. I didn't. I, I didn't notice it. I didn't pay attention to it. Yeah. But, um, no, this one was cool because um, this also, you, every one of these, you learn a little bit more about what's going on. Here you see that they are um, they are doing cloning stuff, but it's not what we thought it was. Right. It looks right. like the Death Troopers are all clones, the way this looks. It's Could not be. confirmed, but at the end of it, that is like that looks a whole lot like the Death Troopers were all cloned. Mm. Well, but we- you- Get to see a lot more of the troop transport. Well, we know the Death Troopers are yes. have got to be got to be clones of some sort. You, no, it could have just been super elite stormtroopers. No, see, I got the vibe that they were a type of clone in Rogue One, especially with the way their voice mod they were voice modulated. Yeah, and it's so hard to understand. Yeah, but if you have extreme special forces, black ops special forces guys, you know, right? Yeah, I mean, these are the guys that make like Navy SEALs look like. Um, the guy scrubbing the pots in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, Steven Seagal? <laughs> Does that mean they can actually hit stuff? I think they're more accurate than regular stormtroopers. They're supposed to be, but um, I think a cool one-eyed thing. kid is more accurate than a stormtrooper. 
But a Star Trek red shirt still dies if a stormtrooper misses. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely, the one cool thing, though, is we do have a return of a character from the first season, another character that ends up having his own um, Ashley plot line in this. What was the name of the Mithril? Mithril. Mithril. Now I I I love how he blows his gills when he sees the Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) That That and um, and we get to see the child go to school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it sealed the cookies from another child, and no one's looking. Everybody like totally misses it. (laughs) Well, it's like just one on one. Okay, you don't want to share? Fine, I'll take them all. That's right. it, It only took like a day before I started seeing articles. Now you can buy the same cookies as, as the yeah. child. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Um, I think it's William Sonoma has those. Yeah. 50 like, bucks there. You're going to, yeah. But really, Filoni, wait a minute. Where, what, what's, Oh, Dave Filoni went on a, a podcast, um, binging with not a podcast, oh, YouTube show. Um, I've heard of it before, but, um, he was on there and actually gave, told people step-by-step step how to make them. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, that was Favreau. Yeah, that. Favreau went on. Hang on. Let me go to YouTube. I just, I just watched it, like, not too long ago. Two, two three days ago. Uh, I just wanted to know. I've heard of the um, channel before. I just haven't. Don't remember off the top of my head. I just want to know. Can can, mac- can macarons be made with regular flour instead of almond flour? Because Melissa's allergic know. to almond flour. Ah, okay. I don't, I don't think they are technically macaroons if they're not well I you wanna, can do it without it i want to know if i can make that hey i i'm okay with a flavor change and that would i think be the only thing that would change on it but, uh, but i've heard some Switch, is she just allergic to almonds or is it all nuts uh most nuts okay the only nuts she's not allergic to at the moment is uh hazelnut and um cashews Ah, okay. Well, they have cashew flour. Cashews. Yeah. They do all the same stuff with the cashews that they do with almonds. But yeah, it's binging with Babish. Yeah. And it's a 10-minute video, and he goes, I guess he goes through step-by-step on how to make these. Yeah. You don't have to pay 50 bucks to William Sonoma. Well, I saw someone else said that they were going to get um, light the light blue chocolate melts. Yeah. And dip Oreos. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Same type work. of same type of concept. But if you're going to do that, I would do double stuff. The way you get thicker cookie. Yeah. Not saying, but I'm saying. But it was fun to get back to Navarro and um, you see the, uh, which um, Grief Karga and Cara Doom are doing exactly what they said at the end of the episode. Or the, remember, at the end of last season, the last time we saw them, they were saying how they wanted to clean up the, the yeah. planet. Yeah. Well, it looks like they have a school going. They actually are doing that. Yeah. They're out of the bounty. Mm-hmm. Grief Karga, as far as we can tell, is out of the bounty hunter business for the moment. Well, and she's a marshal. Yes. Uh, hold on. Wait one second. Hey, no, no. The red wire, not put the put the red wire where you put where you had the blue wire. Come, all right. See, yeah, electrocuted. That's your fault. Oh, sorry, guys. If he knew, if the Mandalorian knew his name, it would have made all the difference <laughs> in the world. Because every time you see, remember, every time his his ears perked up every time he heard his name. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that one in a minute. I, I won't do the same. So I loved that sequence where he's. Back there. No, the red wire. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the shock is like, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this season so far has been awesome. Yeah. It, it's it's a little slower than last season, but I'm still okay with that. 
Well, they can. What it is is they can actually. They don't have to fly through stuff to get to explain everything. Yeah, yeah. They're able to actually sit down it. and <clears throat> slow down a little bit and tell deeper stories because everybody are you're, we already know where you're at. That we already know who all the characters are. Right. <clears throat> Again, the, the only thing that I'm not crazy about is how short some of the episodes have been. Yeah. Well, at least this episode they're starting to pick back up to almost full length. Or what yeah. we've been accustomed well, yeah. to. You got to remember last season, season one, the average length, I think, was like 30 to 35 minutes. No. Yeah. No. I thought okay. it was longer than that. Like no. 45 minutes. No, the the long ones were 45, but they were averaging 30 to 35. I'm bringing up Disney Plus now, so. So am I. Mm. <laughs> See who gets there first. <laughs> it's a race. Whose internet connection is faster? Mine is. Ha. Season one, 40, uh, chapter one, 40 minutes. Chapter two, 33, 38, 42, 36. Hike. 44, 41, 49. Yeah, so 35 to 40 minutes. Not 30 to 35, 35 to 40. So you're still shorter than um, a standard hour-long episode. Right. standard hour-long yeah. episode is 45. But yeah, they, for season, they've never had like a full but season two, we want episode. Season two, we went. These are actually longer. We went 55, 42, 36, 40, and then 47. So, yeah, they're just there. So far, the average for the first five is just a touch longer than the. Yeah. But that's because that 55 um, really messes up the average. Yep. But, I mean, it's still, still doing good. Wait, season two? The, no, season two of the gallery is not up yet. No, not yet. Oh, I can't wait. I've been for looking gallery. every every week. I look for it. <laughs> it yeah, it comes out I think the week after, after the Mandalorian so, ends. So it's going to come out Christmas Day. No. Yeah, because Mandalorian ends on the 18th. No, hold on. Final episode's on the 18th. I have, yeah, I know, but I don't think it was coming out. Then if it's not coming out Christmas Day, it's coming out New Year's Eve. No. Then it's January. Give me a second, will you? No. <laughs> you, you, you I have the story right here. We just talked about it on Keepers of the Fringe. Talk amongst yourselves. So, Ken, how fast? No, is your no, internet? no. You said stop and wait and wait for you. So, how how fast <laughs> is your internet connection, Ken? Yeah. <laughs> No, how fast I don't is know. I've not done a speed oh, check. I what? have the article here. I just got to find it, the, where it actually says it. Give me a minute. I will tell you how fast it is. What do you usually pay for? Uh, mine is – you're supposed to be about 100 megs down. Is that what – so you have 100? Yeah. That's the that's the max I can get in the area right now for, um, for my provider. They're working on uh, – sometime in the next year or two, they're supposed to get up to 500 megs for standard. One gigabit, gigabyte. How much extra are you paying for that? I'm paying 65 a month total. Wow. Yeah. CenturyLink, fiber, op- yeah. fiber optic internet. I love it. I don't, they're not available here, I don't think. Uh, closest. Yeah, so, so it looks like you were right. It is coming out on Christmas Day. Well, then, I'll have something else to watch. Yeah. I got something else I got to watch that day, too. Eight episodes of Disney Gallery The Mandalorian. Starting It'll Christmas give me, Day. Give me something to do while I'm off, because it looks like as of right now, I may have the last two weeks of the year off, maybe, if I'm lucky. Uh, hey, oh, 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 it, gives oh. me, it gives me something to do while I'm laid up, since I have yeah. surgery on the 21st. Mm. 
that and you can watch Wonder Woman. Yes, because we are going to be buying uh, HBO Max for a month so we can watch Wonder Woman. My wife and I decided to actually rent out a theater for, and, and we got a bunch of our friends coming with us. Oh, cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah, Kyle and I have been idea. with the idea about doing that, too. For doing a Geek Watch One theater, where we bring our own movie to mm. it, uh, do like Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, that would be cool. Can you bring your own movie? Uh, Cinemark says you can. I don't know what oh, the huh. restrictions That's are cool. to it or anything. I'd have we have to get all the details, and it's only it's like a hundred bucks to rent the theater. Hey, tax write off. You claim half. Don and Don and Kylan claim half. Tax write off. Yeah, but we'd have to incorporate the podcast and stuff. <laughs> right now, we yeah. it's just something we do for fun. It's freelance. So, uh, but back to Mandalorian. <laughs> um, See what happens when we don't have guests, Mike. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but we need to get to to the next one. Had even better stuff, even better stuff than this. This had some great stuff, and like I said, the troop transport, seeing the inside of that, and the way it works, and all that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. Well, and this was a different troop transport too than what we saw in season one. You sure? Yeah, it's a little different. Because we never saw the inside of the other one. We just saw her show up and then all the troopers came right. out of it. But this, yeah. didn't have, but this didn't have the side pods like the first one did. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it did. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to watch it again. Um, Now, the ending to this episode, we started to talk on it briefly. We see the, the cloner's emblem again, like we see from Camino. Yeah. It almost seems like the Empire has just embraced that logo for whatever cloner project they're working on. Because um, we know cloning was still happening during the time of the Empire. Or they, um, the scientists that they brought in are from Camino originally. Could be too. So well, still that's just who they are. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. if we're bringing in an element from the EU into current canon, this is the way they're doing it because back in – Back in the old EU, it was discussed that um, each governor or MOF regional leader had his own set of clones that made up his troopers. That's why the original clones disappeared and were deemed outdated because... The, the governors and moths were wanting their own clones based on their own vision for their troops. Hence why the death troopers could be clones based on Krennic in, in that realm. And Gideon could have carried on that since he's still continuing to clone them. But I think the one clone we see that they first run into and everyone's trying to figure out who it is. What if that is Snoke? The, the, like we talked about the failed clone of the emperor. Yeah. That's one of the theories going around the internet. Yeah. Very well. Could be. Could be. And then it also brings up too. Um, I saw someone bring up, why does Gideon's armor look so much like Darth Vader's? Could 
could be Darth Vader's. No, it's not Vader's because it's the same. It's the same um, people that made it, you know. Right, but he, but he's got like the control panel similar to Vader's, but the look of what like Veer's wore on on Hoth. Yeah, yeah. And then when we see the wise shot, were were you guys thinking those were Death Troopers in the in the stalls behind him? Not initially, but I saw That's it. What I had thought. I I was looking at him going, are we going to see dark troopers? Because mm. that looked more okay. that looked more like dark trooper armor than death troopers. Mm-hmm. I have the episode actually up right now, running in the background. Let me go back to that spot and look. But I I think I find it interesting that the scientists they're saying they were looking for the asset because of his high midichlorian count. Yeah. Yeah. So they do want to clone him. So it goes back. He's not a clone, which we come to find out later. He's not a clone. Yeah, that was interesting. So you know what? Watching the seeing the end of this, there's a chance the the dark troopers may not be actually um, organic. No, they weren't. They weren't. Those may not be clones in those bays. No, I mean talking in the bays, the dark troopers there. May not we're talking about the we think they're clones now that we saw a cloning on the planet and then um on his cruiser, which is not a star destroyer for do you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a regular Imperial cruiser or something. It almost looks like, like an old repu- old it almost looks like a, a Republic Jedi cruiser. Yeah. But um looking at the base with the dark which we're assuming are dark troopers in there, those almost look like I mean they remind me of Cylons. Yeah, they were those are either mm-hmm. droids and dark troopers are actually droids. Yeah, they were supposed to be droids. Are they possibly cybernetic? Partly um humanoid, partly mechanical. It well it could if they are see, droids, the language that we hear them speak in um Rogue One would make sense. Well, I think death troopers are cyber- That's what I'm talking about. It's not dark troopers. The yeah, death troopers. But, but those are dark troops. To me, they look more like dark troops than they do death troopers. Yeah. Because um, well, the reason I would think I'm leaning more towards death troopers is because um, we know that um, Gideon has death troopers. Right. But these these uniforms look so much What's different you- in the in – the- those. But the torsos look so so much skinnier. Yeah, like I said, unless you think these are going to be possibly a replacement for the Death Troopers, I, I think that's what they are. Because these, like I said, these almost look like it's a type of droid. See, and I think and what they, they do look like um, Cylons, <laughs> black black armor Cylons. Um, <laughs> Death Troopers were named by Emperor Palpatine himself to capitalize on rumors about a legendary Imperial Military Department advanced weapons research project. Uh, to receive necrotic tissue, which ultimately resulted in the creation of uncontrollable undead soldiers. Yeah, zombie troopers. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, zombie trooper. <laughs> but that's that's how it looks like they're doing here. This actually looks like they're um, a type of droid, or if they are death troop or dark troopers that you're thinking about, zombie troopers, it may be some kind of um, bio biomechanical but they're um it's like the droid brain controlling a, me- a biological body or something right um because lo- i don't think that's connected to the facility on the planet the facility on the planet i think is actually just straight cloning this doesn't this is not cloning in this right and that's why i think those are um dark troopers yeah that's his next step um yeah this doesn't doesn't go into more detail about what they are just that they're an undead trooper well, that's because they only appear in two books, and neither one actually explained what happened or how they were. Right. So what was your theory about Gideon's armor? 
We never actually finished that thought. Just how it looks a lot like uh, Vader's armor with the cape and the way his chest piece is very similar. Yeah, well, the chest piece itself doesn't have much in the way of buttons or anything on it. It's a couple lights, but that's it. Yeah. But the rest I the kind of I kind of I go more with the general veers. Yeah, it's it's got a it's got a veers look, but he he's got a a um his armor has a vibe though like Vader. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, the um the chest plate itself is more like General Veers, but the armor itself, yes, he's got the um shoulder pauldrons, he's got the cape he does look like he's trying to be Darth Vader. Yeah. The actual um, mechanics of the um, chest plate doesn't um, have anything different. It's just the regular. It's the regular officer's armor. Yeah. But being black with the shoulder plates and the cape and everything else. Yeah. I think he, he's trying to take Darth Vader's place. Yeah. I'm sure he is. So. Um, but, you know, with this being tied. Let's go ahead and jump into the Jedi, because I think some comments made here is going to refer back to potentially Gideon's role as well. Yeah, and actually Gideon has very little to do with the Jedi as of right now. Right. Because we end up with someone – now, when you were watching the Jedi, you think of all the um, things going on with it, and you're assuming they're going after um, – that they're referring to Gideon, but we're not in this one. mm Right. So go ahead. Why would you guys take the top on? Take it on this one. Well, with the Jedi, we we start off and finally making her live action appearance, Ahsoka Tano. Yes, and I yeah. good live action. Rosario Dawson actually looked good as Ahsoka. I think. Yes, and, and the funny yeah. thing, and the great thing is, Ashley Eckstein's been behind the decision the whole time. Mm. Now, I being selfish, I would love to have seen more. I would love to have seen it be Ashley. Yeah, sure. but but I understand. Um, I don't think Ashley hits the age profile. Mm. Well, with that much makeup and prosthetics and stuff, they, uh, that wouldn't have mattered as much. Yeah, but I think I, I think for what. They were looking for. I mean, I trust Filoni. If Rosario Dawson was the best fit for Ahsoka live action, then she's the best fit for live action. Mm. Especially since she's already a fan of Star Wars and of Ahsoka to start with. Yes. Yeah. And, knows and, the character. Knows every, what, who, how to be that character. And, and she mm-hmm. and she modeled after Ashley's portrayal pretty darn well. Yeah. I, I was I was highly impressed. The only question I've got is why did Filoni make um, the head tails and horns shorter than what we saw during Rebels? There have been articles about that. Probably just a basic choice. There was a reason. I don't remember what it was. Was it more of a practical for 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 movement? Maybe I don't remember, but uh, but then I'll throw at you Shock T from from the original trilogy. Hers were longer and and taller. How much moving around and actually action did she did that actress Quite actually a have bit. to do? Remember? Quite a bit. Well, you got Shock T. The actual action we saw was more most of that was CG. Yeah, because there's only a handful of scenes you see her in. 
And when she's actually fighting or anything, most of that's probably CG. Yeah. See, I didn't notice a bigger, huge difference between when I first saw the um, the head tails and stuff. I saw it just looked like Ahsoka. The horns were a little smaller and not as closer together like you do see in, in yeah. Rebels. And the ta- the head tails are just a bit shorter. Not by a lot. It's on an article one. Yeah. But ju- just enough. Oh. So, yeah. But no, I thought in general, though, that is very much that this was the Ahsoka we've all um, known love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much so. So and the cool thing is we also get more info on the child who now has a name. Grogu. And also, once again, just I'm not in uh, love with the name. (laughs) Well, (laughs) as soon as as the name was announced, Zoe and Melissa are like, really? That's it? Yeah, I'm, I'm not loving the name. But you you know what Grogu's favorite snack is? Yeah, those blue cookies. <laughs> Go-Gurt. No. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, according to the uh, concept designer, Brian Mattias, Matt, yeah, Mattias, um, they made her head tail shorter because it was a weight issue. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I was I thinking. That's what I was thinking. But because so, it would make stunt fighting too difficult. Well, the cool thing um, also was we just like we did earlier in the season when you learned um, about the Mandalorians, the Mandalorian people, they answered a bunch of questions on like three or four lines of dialogue. They were yeah. here with the child. I find out um, Grogu is not um, a clone. He actually was a right. um, youngling in the temple. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking he was actually captured by um, the Republic slash event empire pretty quick after that, right then there. And that, that's when he was actually, because the emperor even back then was was trying to figure out cloning. And I'm still standing by the idea that um, it's the emperor behind all of this trying to make the, the perfect clone for himself. Yeah. So they grab someone of Yoda's race very well be. for genetic material. Yeah, could yeah, be. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's kind of cool how... Um, I think the child's faking it. I think the child could actually, Grogu can actually talk. I mean, yeah, I know Ahsoka was kind of mentally talking back and forth with him, kind of, sort of. She said it was uh, more of a feelings that she was getting. Right, feelings and memories. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, and, but, and Filoni had stated that she was the, she would have been the only, one of the few Jedis to have been able to have con- had that conversation, thus revealing his name mm. that someone yeah. like someone like Anakin or Obi-Wan may not have been able to, to establish that type of connection. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I believe Floney, so it's a yes, but, <laughs> but yeah. You know, and then of course she says she can't train him, but go to this temple, which hopefully we'll see before the end of the episode uh, in the season sometime in one of the next three episodes and, and wait, you know, send out the beacon or, or send out right something and a Jedi will come. <clears throat> question is what if there's any out there we and know who will it be we know there's jedis out there at this point in time who do we see well no we know of one other jedi no two other jedi out there because we're assuming ezra's still out there but right. as of right now confirmed, three we got three ahsoka and we got luke four leia really isn't a jedi nope. at this point yeah, uh, but we asked we but she's could, training yeah and we could we don't actually know what happened to um we don't know what happened uh, to cal Kestis. Yes. Yes. What a okay, brain fart yeah. I just and we don't and we don't know what happened to Siri either. Both Ooh. of the uh the former Jedi that 
is helping Cal in Fallen Order. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Who, who stepped down because she was afraid of turning to the dark side. You got you to gotta assume thousands of Jedi out there. And there was there were obviously if she she had left the order, Ahsoka had left. There were je- people out Jedi out there that had left right. the order at some point that were still out there hiding at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Empire couldn't have found all of them. Well, and there's, there's still no way. And there's still a chance because no one is completely shooting it down, especially since this particular person's been saying, "Hey, I would love to make an appearance either in Mandalorian or make." make a comeback in Star Wars somehow that Samuel L. Jackson is Mace Windu. He could have possibly survived. Uh, Yeah, but I I think that's a stretch for them. I I don't see how it could be any more of a stretch than uh, Darth Maul. Yeah, I guess. But then I just, I don't know. Well, I guess, yeah. If... If Yoda and Obi Wan were hiding out all that that time, then I guess yeah. Mace would, would be too. Especially if he's already presumed dead. Mm. Maybe he spent spent the rest of his years fighting snakes on planes. He <laughs> <laughs> was down in thirteen thirteen, hiding like a hermit, trying to find his arms. <laughs> he kept asking people to give him a hand. Oh. He, he he needed he needed leave, two leave hands. Leave the dad jokes to Mike. He needed two hands so he could get his royale with cheese. <laughs> Although watching, um, the, I'm running this in the background, but the mercenaries. Did you guys notice the mercenaries' uniforms? The guys wearing the masks and the breathers and stuff. The uniform itself. You notice it was kind of reminiscent of imperial uniforms, like the rank bars on them and stuff. Yeah, a little bit. It almost. I want to say mm-hmm. we've almost seen those uniforms before. They look very familiar. I want to say Clone Wars. It's possible. I want to say yeah, we maybe. saw the some Clone Wars. Now, what I found interesting is um, the magistrate. I can't remember the character's name. She's just the magistrate. No, she has a she has a name. Yeah, she does, but I don't remember it either. Um, Morgan Elsbeth. Elsbeth. Okay. Yeah. Um. She apparently By the way, a fun little fun little fact about the actress who played her. She was the goddaughter of Bruce Lee, and she actually was one of his students. Oh, cool. And her father actually trained with Bruce Lee as well. And mm-hmm. I believe was one of the originals behind uh, Jeet Kune Do. Yeah, I think so. Um, but... She is an interesting master. Indeed. Yes. And we hear the name of Thrawn mentioned. Which makes sense mm-hmm. that that's why is going after her. She's still after Thrawn. So you think if Thrawn shows up, then maybe Ahsoka's still looking for Ezra, too. Yeah. Uh, unless, Thrawn, unless Thrawn has shown up and was able to overthrow Ezra. And she's still trying to find Ezra and maybe will be calling on the Mandalorian to help rescue Ezra. Maybe that leads to would be season many thing. questions about what happened. Yeah. No, I yeah. think if we're going to get that as a separate thing. <clears throat> yeah. I'm hoping this was a setup for something else. And we don't see any of those characters again anymore in this. Could be a setup. Yeah, I kind of do too. Yeah. There's, there's been a talk that this is possibly a setup for a uh, 
Ahsoka and series. Ahsoka show. Yeah. Which I'd I'd be cool with that. I'd rather see that than see her. Like, like I said before, I I don't want to see her take over the Mandalorian. Right. I wouldn't mind seeing her come back in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Off and on. Yeah. Because I, I do think I could see her calling on his help to rescue Ezra if she has found Thrawn. Yeah. Mm. But that would be in her show. It wouldn't be like his show to be doing that. Depends. Mm. See what we see in season three or season four. Because we know the show is going five seasons. Yeah. Did you catch, though, the uh, Magistrate's other soldiers? The, she had two of them. Yeah. The HK. The HK series of droids? The HK 47s. Which is they the, weren't 47s. They were 87s. 87s. Which is, I guess, the step up from the HK 47 from Knights of the yeah. Old Republic. Mm hmm. But still. It was my favorite character in the whole game. Which is still a, a nod to bringing. Revan closer to to canon. Yeah. Mm, that would be awesome. Yep. I'm wondering how many people when Ahsoka attacks the Mandalorian here and uh, he deflects the lightsabers off his armor with no damage at all. I wonder how many people were totally confused. <laughs> and when she fights the magistrate later with the staff, how many yeah. people were like, wait, how did that happen? That yeah. was cool. Because cool. the best guard can deflect, can stand up to lightsabers and anywhere in the show here. Well, it makes me go back and wonder then if you, if we remember in in the original trilogy, Luke bounces, you know, Luke's lightsaber bounces off Vader's shoulders. But it does damage them. Remember, they spark and go nuts. He doesn't cut through it, so, but he does um, cut it. Right, but but it's not. It, it's, Luke's low. It's not. He's not directly through. It's almost like if you dropped a piece of plastic on a on a stove stove coil and it puts that little indentation in it. So like makes, I said, it's a he didn't actually cut directly into that. Right. But it, it makes me wonder if if there was some, if that was potentially a Beskar blend in that shoulder unit. It's possible because at this point, the Empire has taken all the Beskar they could find. Yeah. Mm. So, but apparently the name Grogu was decided on by, by Favreau last season. Mm. Okay. That's how far back the name goes. Yeah. It's just they were waiting till they could figure out the best way to introduce. And it was Filoni's idea to have Ahsoka be the one that gives us the name. Well, yeah, because you have to have someone who can actually talk to him. Right. He's got to give the name. Right. I just love how every time the, any, the, um, the Mandalorian says his name, he perks up and looks right at him. Like, huh? Like, guaranteeing, yeah, mm. this, that, that is his name, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that leads to many more questions as well about Grogu and his past. And yeah. yeah, like I said, I think he's faking it. He could actually talk. Well, <laughs> and obviously he. It makes you wonder if Anakin supposedly killed all you, all the younglings. Where was he? Where was he? And was there a completely separate wing uh, of like infants or toddlers or? Those with no force ability that what may have been kept from from Anakin, or was that in a slightly separate area? She says he was training in the temple, so he was training. It wasn't just that he was there. Okay, I'm actually at that scene now. Wait a minute, let me see. Yeah, which I'm trying to. Yoda does get a name drop here, though. Yeah, but yeah, I, I love how 
I, I understand the fan criticism of what about Yaddle? And, that, and there's expl- what about Yaddle? <laughs> well, remember she doesn't mention Yaddle. We only see Yaddle in the uh, Phantom Menace, right? If I remember right, she's not in. Correct. The other Ahsoka comes yeah, in and so. attack the clones. So whatever happened to Yaddle may have happened before Ahsoka became the member of the Order. Yeah. Or um, she was actually part of the order, but it may not have had anything to do with her. She may not have had anything to do with the um, council. Maybe yeah, or retired by then. Who knows? <laughs> well, supposedly the the two speculations is either Yaddle stepped down and stepped away from the Jedi Order before Soka got to that point, or she was killed before that point. Mm. So. Well, it's like, you know, there's there's stuff going around the internet about why Grogu didn't do anything to stop Anakin. So I don't I don't think he would have been around or if there were any caretakers around that they would have grabbed the super younglings and That's and, what I figured. Yeah. And, and took and and put him in hiding. Yeah. So we may discover there's more force, force sensitive, force capable people out there who ended up in like a a Kanan Jarrus type scenario mm. where training was starting. These kids weren't close to having a master yet, you know, getting their master yet, like Kanan did, but because of Anakin. You know, training got interrupted and out the door. I did see something cool here on a separate. Um, I got the um, subtitles running on this, and uh, every time it shows the baby, the child, and she, he makes noises, just says cooing in brackets. As soon as she gives yeah. the, she gives the name, all of a sudden it says Grogu cooing. Every time, he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I'm wondering. I don't think he was at the temple when that happened. He may not have been. Yeah, I don't think so either. Or at least at that temple. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, well, she says he was at the um, temple in Coruscant. Right. But he may not have been at the temple at that time for some reason. But with Coruscant being that big, who's to say that there wasn't an, a secondary temple? Yeah. So. Um, or like I said, the emperor had um, already or someone had already stolen him away because the emperor knew the type of power that this child may have. Could be. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, comicbook.com uh, gave us a story uh, today as we're recording that I think we all agree with its sentiments. Star Wars Detour should be released on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So, uh, y'all remember. But all the Lego stuff is done and they have all that on there. Yeah. Well, and apparently somebody released an epi- a uh, six-minute episode online over the weekend and it was very quickly taken down huh really yeah huh um that's where the fan of me jumps up and says hey nothing's done on by accident or by leaks all leaks are done officially unofficially right (laughs) um but you know as we know as we've had uh todd grimes and jennifer hill on uh back in our early days um you know detour detours have 40 episodes and it's not that much different to what Star Trek Lower Decks is now over on CBS. So the question can be, since a lot of the, the jokes and whatnot are kind of dated now, 
it has no relevance to the franchise as we know it now, what harm is it going to be to go ahead and just release it on Disney yeah, Plus? Really. Take it out of the vaults, release it, let us see what it is. I mean, yeah. uh, as we said, you know, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special right there was a self-parody just like what Detours was. Mm-hmm. That show was a blast, too. Yes, it was. And I love how it touches on the fact that Finn may be another Jedi. Not maybe. He is training. Yeah. Okay. According to the Star Wars Holiday Special, we don't see that in, in the films. Well, yeah. That's why I love the Holiday Special alluding to he's training. He he's going that way. It was teased throughout the trilogy that he could be. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like they dropped the ball on that one. Kind of in the movies. They never really went anywhere with it. And I was kind of hoping that between him and Ray, they're the one between the two of them. They work together to take down. Hmm. Kylo, or end up taking down the Emperor. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been cool. So, a joint effort. And then you would have had the trio at the very Mm -hmm. end with Kylo, Finn, and Rey. So. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have forced Dyad. (laughs) Don't get me started on it. I did get the other information we were looking about, we were speculating on here with Grogu and all that. Um, mm-hmm. I got the scene here. Ahsoka says that he was actually raised at the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, many masters trained him over the years. Mm-hmm. At the end of the Clone Wars, when the Empire rose to power, he was hidden. And then it says uh, someone took him from the temple, and then his memory becomes dark. So we don't know if it was someone working for the Empire or someone else that took him. Just someone took him from the temple when all of it went down. Right. And it's from his point of view, it was just someone took him. Somebody right. didn't know, obviously. So oh, and he was fully being trained. It said he was being trained by many masters. Which would have been typical for, for that generation. Because when we when we see Yoda working with the younglings, it seemed like he was you know, like these kids were in school. He Yeah. That right. was just the one particular class that they're they're with. So um so yeah. Um at this point in time, we're almost to the end point. Any final thoughts? I know it's a little quick, a little rough, but. Um, I don't know. Do we want to touch on uh, the holiday special at all? Uh, if you can cover it in about two minutes, two, three minutes, go for it. What's your guys' favorite stuff in there? I mean, it was Lego, so it was everything you expected out of Lego, and it was in canon with the other Star Wars Lego stuff. Because if you look at the character's description, or the character. Um, how they were portrayed in this, they were exact same as what we've seen already. Yeah. Which was awesome. What did you guys think of it? I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I love how... Yeah, it was okay. I love how they kind of touched a little bit on the uh, the time traveling. Yeah. Touch a little bit on it. The whole show was about time traveling. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, but a different approach to what they did in Rebels. Yeah. They put a Lego spin on it. Yeah. Including dumping all the bricks through the portals from one time to the other. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So, And I do like how this one basically makes it feel like the original Star Wars holiday special actually happened in this world. Yeah. Because Chewie's family is still the same family. It mm-hmm. is the back of Kashyyyk celebrating Life Day, all of the stuff. So it seems like this could definitely be in the same world that the original one happened. Yeah. Yeah. Very well could be. So, um, 
Yeah, very packed episode this week. Um, I have no clue what's going to be coming next week. I'm trying to get a roundtable going for the for the week before Christmas because I don't think we're going to record either week, are we? The week of Christmas or a week of New Year's? Uh, yeah, I think we're taking the time off because you wanted to recover. Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I, I would definitely say the week of Christmas I don't see us recording because that's going to be like two days after I have surgery. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I don't. I know I'm back. not going to be comfortable. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be that comfortable sitting at the chair this long to record. Back to mm-hmm. works pretty quick. It, is pretty, it helps you heal pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, this, we could possibly record if we wanted to. I, I'm going to say the the week, uh, our final show is probably going to drop the 20th or the 21st. Actually, the 20th is probably I'm going to have it scheduled to, to drop. Uh, which means we're not going to have we're, our next recording is not going to be until we won't be recording again until um, I want to say January 6th. Unless something crazy happens. Unless something crazy happens, then maybe we'll record on the 30th. We'll just see. We shall see. Hey, you never know. Mark Hamill may send you an email and then all of a sudden, hey, we're doing a show. Yeah. yeah. Well, show's not happening on the 23rd. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Well, that's good because that's my birthday. I don't want to. Re- I don't want to have to record if I'm doing stuff for my birthday. <laughs> We're not recording on the twenty third, thirtieth maybe. Because <laughs> I'm, I may be for the thirtieth. So we're available on the thirtieth. Yes, we are. So uh, on that note, I'm going to say um, if there's no other final thoughts, then you know, guys, I'll see you guys on the flip side. Give the evacuation code signal. I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Darth Vader. Only you could be so bold. The kid and I have flown from one side of the galaxy to the other. We've been listening to a lot of strange podcasts, but the monster sci-fi show stands above the rest. Isn't that right, Grogu? I still hate that name. The monster sci-fi show is part of the ESO network. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. This has been a broadcast of the ESO network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping at the Tee Public store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This has been a Weeby Geeks production.